That's not the theme song. Welcome to your home for news, reviews, interviews, and a tidbit or two. Welcome to AU Radio. <laughs> he liked that one. <laughs> With us, as always, is our roundtable of pulp, pop, boop, boop, pop, boop, boop, pop culture experts, starting with Corey. And and professional speakers. Exactly. <laughs> uh, next, we got George. Hello. Greetings. <laughs> Greetings to you. And Ian. That's all, folks. <laughs> oh, he stole my line. Travis. <laughs> you are the king and queen of France. Oh. me soup today. <laughs> Dude, we were sitting there eating, and all I could, he kept saying, he's like, oh, Travis really needed to be here. And I, mean, I felt bad. Like, we didn't take him all the leftovers, and then we got you a gallon of soup. So I felt horrible until you, you brought me that, and it just exercised the demons. Well, dude, that, no, we'll get into what, what I saw you doing when I walked in the store later. So, Oh, good Lord. Oh, no, no, no. He was, he was dealing with an interesting person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I know who it was. I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> but we just all know now that Travis has never been bullied. So. <laughs> <laughs> Next, nope. we got Katie on the mic. Nothing but the peak of professionalism for you listeners. Or what show are they listening to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got... Jason. His name's Jason. Hey, Jason. I, I, I looked at the rabbit and I just drew a blank on his name. So, <laughs> Jason. Hi, Donnie. I Hi. can see how you got lost in those, those eyes, brown eyes. Right. Yeah. Donnie. Tell, tell the folks at home what sort of monstrosity you brought to us. So, <laughs> I've been feeling that that the AU radio network has been needing a, a mascot of sorts. And since we go with the rabbit theme for the Adventures Underground, we. Uh, I went out and purchased a cosplay rabbit head. And if you don't know, rabbits are very terrifying creatures. And I bought the least offensive one I could find, and everybody's still frightened of it. I want to so. wear it and go home and watch Watership Down. <gasps> the new one that Netflix just yeah, released? Yeah. Why yeah. would you remake that movie? Why? What would possess you to make that absolute horror show and not in a good way? Because the BBC is obsessed with Watership Down. Yes, accurate. And the British people are just enamored with anything to do with it, so. So apparently that's I just need to know if you can tell me about the rabbits George <laughs> oh I can tell you about the rabbits <laughs> so Watership Down did anyone actually watch that because I was waffling between that and the Passion of the Christ and I went with one and I have not seen Watership Down <laughs> it's the same story. Uh, okay, good. Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, God, you're not wrong. And I, of course, your plucky sidekick, Donnie, we're episode 81, Katie's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> Woo! Uh-huh. Be excellent. Be excellent to each other. And... Party on, dude! So how was everyone's week this week? Oh, God. <laughs> Fair to middling? Oh, man. We'll just go with that. (laughs) What a week, guys. Oh, man. We've all been through some stuff this week. So Underground Files didn't happen, and let me apologize just right now. Sorry if if any of you are ardent fans of Underground Files. Um, We were going to do an episode on demons, uh, and then this last week happened. Yep. It's oh. a sign. Dude, Katie's mom wouldn't talk to her. <laughs> I told So, for those of you that don't already know this, I was in a pretty rough car wreck. I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Um, and <laughs> Nobody asked, Katie. Yeah, okay. Um, so, and I was, ta- I was speaking with my mother about it, and I was like, you know, come to think of it, I was playing with a Ouija board a couple of days, and she looks at me and goes, oh my God, Katie, and wouldn't talk to me for the rest of the night. Was legitimately very, very angry with <laughs> to be fair, the, the Ouija board does have Sheriff Hopper on it. To be fair. Oh, that guy's playing Hellboy. Yeah, he is. Oh, he is. Tell Mark me about that. Market eight, dude. Record time, George. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Thanks. You're Thanks. just a true professional. You may go. All right. That's what you're. That's what you were trying to just squeeze it in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this week has been monstrously uh, disappointing. Oppressive. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Who watched um, the? Uh, let's go ahead and jump off on news. Uh, John Wick. 
How do you I, feel? I watched the John Wick trailer today. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. exactly how I felt. And then I watched the first John Wick movie again and forgot why I liked it. Like while watching it, yeah. Like, I don't really? remember what, exactly. I don't know what it is about this. I'm enjoying. I've seen John Wick two more times than I've seen John Wick one, and I feel like John Wick two broke John Wick one for me. That's the problem. Is John Wick two was so mediocre that you go back and watch one, you're like, <laughs> that's yeah. not what I was saying at all. That's what saying. I exact opposite See, that, of that. Okay, well then that was my, my two for me was just it was. It wasn't what I was wanting, I guess. It, it, didn't, I, it didn't hold the same the same adrenaline feel I had watching the first one. I want Liam Neeson's taken character to steal John Wick's dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> if, and they'll call it Star Wars Episode One of Phantom Menace. <laughs> So I don't think that's been taken. We should go ahead and use that. You're going to put John Wick on a horse and have Jane Wick in all in one trailer. You're not going to like piece it out between two trailers, really? Just all in one? Yeah, that's what Mm -hmm. they did. I mean, all right. (laughs) Well, John Wick 3, the trailer, maintains my um, hypothesis that most movies these days are shot in video games. (laughs) Right? You play a game in pop culture or you see it it's in the zeitgeist yeah and all of a sudden a movie comes out and it's hey john wick's on a horse <laughs> hey <laughs> i don't i i just i get to the point where after reading the green lantern george yeah number three yeah what what did you think i liked it better when it was stephen king's it okay. <laughs> all right also how jordan's a d- well yeah he, I mean, no, he's usually, not. He, well, he can't. He defaults there usually when he's put into a corner. He's he he's, come, becomes a. He's doing his job. Read he, he Green is a cop. Three. Yeah. Wow. Uh, maybe I should. Like, hey, my, hey, my entire job is to protect Earth. Let me like. And this guy is trying to literally eat this planet. Let me protect it, and he's a jerk for that. Yes. Well. Okay. Well, listen. Let's <laughs> let's not. Let's Look, not. The last down. panel of that comic solidified my hatred for Hal Jordan. Period. <laughs> That's. So let's talk about the parallax. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going what, there. What do we got for news, Donnie? Hi, Donnie. So speaking of video games and horses, uh, the Pinkertons are currently suing Red Dead Redemption <laughs> Two and its maker what? for the use of the Pinkertons. Shut what? up. Nobody, there's, how are they tainting the Pinkerton name? The Pinkertons are still a thing? So apparently a <laughs> Swedish security firm bought them back in the, the old timey West times and have been using it. A using the Swedish so they security, security firm. firm. Yes. Were the Pinkertons a business? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they were. Yeah, yeah. I know the they were like for hire, but mm-hmm. were they like no? They were a legitimate. Paying. They were a legitimate company right. back in the old west. What's, uh, they they were like the 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 old west version of Blackwater. Blackwater, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're currently suing the Rockstar Games. <laughs> Ian's mind just exploded. <laughs> what are we doing, guys? We can't say any of this. <laughs> really? So yeah. What did has Rockstar said anything about it? They <laughs> they don't. They laughed. They, wow. they don't talk on litigation, but. They're thinking it's a frivolous lawsuit since Deadwood used the Pinkertons. Um, Western Legends, uh, one of the board Weren't games. the Pinkertons in Red Dead 1? I blame I, Weezer. I don't know. I never played <laughs> Red Dead 1. So, But yeah, they are apparently the way they were portrayed in Red Dead 2, they found offensive and now they're suing. So we'll see how that washes out. And Keep you posted. <laughs> Keep you posted, folks. Um, Craig Brewer, director of Hustle and Flow and Black Snake Moan, will, is set to direct... Coming to America too. No. Oh, God. No. <laughs> no. Yes. Can I say yes, please? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the first one. I love the first the one. The first one is amazing, and, and you need like to leave it alone. Thirty years since they made one of those. <laughs> How many Fast and the Furious movies do I have to sit through before I get another Coming to America, Katie? At least seven more. What? God. What if, what if we did a reverse trading places? Yes, I'm fine with that too. So not trading places? Yeah. So just staying put. Staying Wait. where you are. Is staying it, is put. A movie about a rich person who finds a poor person and says, eh. <laughs> 
Uh-oh. It's just called the news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's called the Trump tax plan. <laughs> Why? No. Okay. Did they say who's going to be in it at all? Or? No, Eddie it's, Murphy it's all just nine at the times. beginnings of, of, <laughs> yes. of, of yes. happening. No. Eddie Murphy will be playing all roles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Except for Arsenio's. Arsenio's got to come back. Oh, yeah. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> and Dan Aykroyd just shows up for no reason. <laughs> Speaking of frivolous. He's going to play uh, like, Eddie Murphy's like it, dad in this one. Like at Chick-fil-A? <laughs> They're like, hey, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of frivolous lawsuits, Chooseco, owner of your Choose Your Own Adventure line, is suing Netflix for the Bandersnatch movie, what? saying it was a stolen idea, and they're suing him for $25 million. $1 million. First off, that's a drop in the bucket for Netflix. Yeah. Okay, we'll, that's we, not that will be our, our, our topic for the evening, by the way. So Drop well, in the bucket for Netflix? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there a lot of Netflix news this week, actually. Oh, so. that's, yeah, okay. So let's, let's just jump into it then. Um, Netflix is ra- raising their prices um, in, over the next week or two. Um, some plans are going up a dollar. The the, pl- the plan with the uh, the one where you actually still get discs is going up two dollars. <laughs> You're you, the only person I know wait, that still gets discs. You do? There are some movies that you just can't find oh, yeah. streaming. My dad There's does, tons so. of them. Yeah, right oh yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm having a whole bunch of Japanese horror movies sent to me. So fair. Fair enough. Horror. So they're going up a uh, 25%. It's basically the biggest Netflix increase since the inception of Netflix. Uh, The reasoning for it is because (laughs) of their new and original content. Over the next month, I counted 15 new Netflix original movies Mm -hmm. coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, With that, uh, article released today said if the Bird Box had gone to theaters with the the numbers they got, Mm -hmm. it would have been the biggest movie ever. I Mm -hmm. say no because I wouldn't have gone to a theater to see that movie. Not at all. No. But... The numbers are staggering for how many people have actually gone and, and seen it, even you know on a, on a free streaming. Yeah, but it's so much easier to fall asleep on your couch than it is. It is. It's, yeah, it's contribution to effective Darwinism makes me like that movie a lot more than I want to. Did you guys see yeah. that Netflix yeah. like released a statement? Yeah. Yes. Please don't operate yes. heavy machinery blindfolded. Please don't so walk into the street blindfolded. I, I maintain that's what you were doing when you were in your accident. No, you were bird boxing? <laughs> I was not bird boxing. I don't believe you at all. <laughs> I wanted. Yes. Oh, God. That all makes sense now. So, my question I Caitlin Bullock. (laughs) (laughs) That's the rudest thing I've ever said to you. That's Ah! the meanest thing you've ever said. (laughs) I apologize. I was in a car wreck. Be nice to me. No. (laughs) You would prefer Sandra from the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) My mom's going to be so proud. There was vitriol in your eyes just there, just for a half a second. (laughs) For Sambuca. Hi, Donnie. Uh, Hi. <laughs> Netflix. So the question I want to pose to everybody is with Netflix releasing such high-quality movies, I the, the trailers I saw, Mads Mikkelsen's doing a couple of them for Netflix that look what, amazing. What did you call him on the chat? Mads Mikkelsplixblin. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> right, all right. But he's doing an a, a adaptation of the graphic novel Polar, which yeah. looks amazing. That looks, yeah. No, he's I haven't also seen the trailer doing, for it, but I'm yeah. a big fan of Polar. The, the trailer looked really good, and he's also doing one where he's battling polar bears <laughs> and trying to stay alive. Yeah! So, so he's going for a theme, right? Hmm? Going for a polar theme? Uh, I guess. I've never read the polar, contract. but the trailer didn't look like it had anything to do with ice or And then CGI polar. Tom Hanks shows up on a train. Yep. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> can we all, not to invite myself over to your house, Donnie, but can uh-huh. we please have a viewing party of just watching you seethe about polar bears? Sure. Yes! I really just want to have a late night watching Polar Express with Donnie. Oh, man. No pants. (laughs) Only condition. (laughs) Only condition. So Thursdays is basically what you're asking for. Yeah. (laughs) You you go from home from here, take off your pants and watch Polar Bears. That's how I have to unwind from this show, just to let you know. Look, it's better. You're gone, right? Better Castaway. It's one of the two. Oh, God. 
why is Netflix is Netflix getting straight up into the producing game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is what I wanted to ask about because they're they're releasing theater quality movies. Mm-hmm. It's not the stuff like five years ago that we were seeing direct to Netflix that was yeah. you know some D list actor <laughs> in a plot that it's it's stuff transmorphers right <laughs> snakes on a train. So. How much do you think it's actually going to affect the theater industry if we keep at this rate? Because this is going to lead into the next story, and I'm going to get stuff thrown at me. So The theater industry has been dying for decades. Yeah, Yeah. it has. But do you think this is going to be a major nail in it where you've got Netflix putting out movies that will actually be Oscar contenders? Uh, You know what? Uh, Yes, Mm. it will affect it, but I have a feeling that the studios aren't about to let them win. So we're going to get bigger and stupider things until it breaks. Once it breaks, we'll maybe start getting original content again. I'll say this, too. If Netflix puts out stuff that's that outstanding, then theater companies will start paying and contracting to put it in their theaters. And well, and a lot of these yeah. Netflix movies are going into theaters for limited engagement. Yeah. They're just not mm-hmm. going for long runs like, you know, your summer blockbusters. So, so uh, just out of curiosity, what is everybody's opinion? Do you think that the Seth Rogen, James Franco, the interview, uh, because it was about to go into theaters yeah, and then the whole North Korea thing, and then it it was released on Netflix like the next two or three days right. later, right? Do you think that was the intro to this happening? I think it was the... Because that was the first gamble of taking something that was going to be theater run and putting it on a streaming service. It wasn't their first original content, though. No, well, no, no, no. No, 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 no but it, I think that was a whole different ballgame when you're taking a movie produced for a theater yeah. and slide it onto this, like... Well, hey, and they made just as much money getting watches on there. So, I mean, th- theoretically, but I mean, the that whole process seems like it's kicked off that point. Yeah. I don't it started leaning like that was the signal that, oh, we can we can start. Why don't we start doing this? Like, I don't think it was necessarily the, the first one. I think it was the big major thing that made it kind of mainstream that everybody first saw it was like, oh, OK, well, we can do this, too. Yeah. It, what was it? What is Netflix thing with not giving you the first movie in a series? Oh, my God. It's <laughs> so infuriating. <laughs> oh, but you can watch Crystal Skull, though. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Shut up, Ian. Do you know George? Five. Nope. I don't know <laughs> what that is either. Yeah. That's very strange. I'm just hearing static. Go you ahead. know what? Yeah. I, mm. So Netflix, it, it's a double-edged sword for me because I hate Hulu. <laughs> we know. And you're wrong. That's all. You're you know, totally entitled to be wrong. Yeah. Well, I keep saying that, and then Netflix <laughs> is going to come at you with ads. Yeah. It's happening. I guarantee it. Someday, you're going to watch a movie. And they're going to pause for an ad break. Except they don't do that because of product placement. Oh, Taco Bell, Taco Bell. Product placement with Taco Bell. Injerito, macho, burrito. No, I'm just, I'm getting to the point with Netflix where it, it's bothering me. And I want to enjoy it. And I can't anymore. So here's the thing is like I was, uh, as they've started dropping uh the stuff I went there for initially, like more and more of the stuff that I initially wanted to watch is gone. So because it's being replaced with original content and some of that original content is great and some of it's disjointed. But you're so you're actually looking at it backwards, though. The reason they're having to put up so much more original content is because everybody's yanking their content to start their own streaming service. They're like oh, Netflix. Oh, okay, okay. And so yeah. they have to fill that gap with something. <laughs> That's I, fair. I mean, we're dealing with the Disney gap at this point, um, CBS gap. <laughs> I mean, I just want to take I just want to take a, an honest to God look at it. If you look at the quality that's coming out, you're getting the the Haunting of Hill House. You're yeah. getting Stranger Things. You're getting. But for every one of those, you're getting 15 weird Indian soap opera shows. Right. But <laughs> you, you have to throw everything against the wall to see what sticks. Right. You know, I, I doubt very highly that they expected The Haunting of Hill House to be as phenomenal as, as it was. Mm-hmm. I, I think that hit them. By, I think the, the Bird Box. Also, they weren't expecting the numbers that they pulled in. Are we, seeing, are we seeing the decentralization of Hollywood? Yes. I, I, I very much think that's exactly what's happening at this point. Where do you think a lot of... Because I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know. But where do a lot of the Netflix 
Vancouver. Originals. Is it Vancouver? That's that, and that is the new Hollywood right now. Is, really? It's a ton cheaper to mm-hmm. film up there. Um, it's cleaner. Uh, that's not a new thing, by the way. That's no. been going on it's for yeah. 20, 20 years or yeah, so. Yeah, 20 years yeah. easily. But a lot of it was TV shows. It's now yeah. moved into a lot of the big screen films are also going up to Vancouver to film. Let's just take a minute to appreciate the versatility that is Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Because, man... They made everything in X-Files look like Seattle. It was just awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there are other times where they go to the desert, and it's just Seattle, and that's fine, too. <laughs> so, in other movie production news and movie pass news... Oh, it! Bruce Willis has signed a three-picture deal with movie pass. Why? Cares. I do. I need to <laughs> go get me a bucket. His what? hairline demanded it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> it wasn't. What? What? What movies? What? what? They, they just—he's going to make three movies, four movie pass, because apparently they're getting into the movie business. Oh my god! Why? So then you. You buy basically movie passes, trying to be Netflix for the theater. D- like the, they've failed at the other parts, so now they're producing original content that you can buy a thing to see three times at one seventeen well, on so, a Tuesday. Oh, so no, Movie Pass released their first movie last year. It was the the Gotti movie with uh, Sylvester, not Sylvester, uh, Little John Gotti? Travolta. John Travolta did a Gotti oh, movie Same from Movie no. Pass, like the Teflon Dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks disgusting as John Gotti. It's not good. Have you seen him just as on his own lately? No, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't <laughs> highlight John Gotti, and it, it's a, no, not okay. at all. In other movie pass news, <laughs> what a report was released yesterday claiming 58% of MoviePass customers canceled their subscriptions last year, while the other 42% are still online trying to do it. (laughs) Oh, my God. How do you lose 58% of your customer base and stay solvent in a year? Oh, my God. They're treating it like an ex-boyfriend where they're like, he can change. Oh, no. It's like selling tickets on the Titanic to look at the iceberg. Ooh, oh, no. It is like that. Ever the entrepreneur. <laughs> that's what the that's why the band kept playing. Oh, I can't wait until they start letting people into theaters and then just don't let them out. <laughs> oh, God. So I, I watched a documentary on Hulu yesterday called uh, Fire Fraud. It was over about the fire festival down in the Bahamas. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I bet s- that was great. Oh, it was amazing. But and, and what's funny is there's a second documentary put out by some of the creators of the fire festival going on to netflix this week so they're going to be competing documentaries <laughs> oh my god but oh this it god. just reminds me of I, I i am hoping for a movie pass documentary next year oh, <laughs> man. you know what that reminds me of though that if netflix and hulu are starting this battle back and forth like this which it's obviously starting to do we're going to start getting uh, Volcano and Dante's Inferno yep, again. Yep. Like it's or Dante's oh, Peak. Yes. I mean, it's just a, the, you know whatever the the there were little, two little earthquake movies, earthquake movies that came out. There was two like Poseidon Adventure yep. uh, remakes in the same year. Like uh, Deep Impact and Armageddon. I mean, the list goes on and on. Do you think that's what's going to start happening with Netflix and Hulu? Yeah, I can see that happening real easy. They're, they're just going to be Marvel and DC. Yeah, 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 basically. And both of them are like, how do we get Game of Thrones? <laughs> Image. <gasps> yes. Oh, speaking Im- of which, Middle West is awesome. I'm glad you like it. Thank you, Travis. Yes, it we, is. Uh, we might have to, you know, talk about that. You Where know. would we talk about that? Over in the corner. Huh? But yep. I'm already sitting. I know you are. I'm sorry. I'll slide your chair over. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you. Hi, Corey. <laughs> hey, buddy. I know you get you get a little bent out of shape without that at the beginning. I'm sorry. I started Start talking. I know. If, yeah, if it doesn't happen, we have to start over. So uh, I'm OCD about it. That's it has all right. To happen. That's all right. Hey, hey. So that comic you just mentioned, Middle West, came <gasps> out this week. 
number three. I quite liked it. And we're starting to see the aftermath of the dad tornado. <laughs> yeah. The the magical the magical da- da- dad who who is a tornado. I'm, I'm not. I'm. Is this based on my children? Yep. Did Cashin King write this? Well, the the role reversal though, because uh, yeah. they're the tornado, right? No. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So yeah, then this is that. Um, it's a whimsical little uh, you know story about a kid that's uh, just trying to find his way in the world and get away from his like like super messed up dad that blames him for like all of the bad things in his life. Also, yeah, his I think he was calling it "kid on a journey." Is yeah, what he there you go. To do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. God, I thought you were going to end that sentence with "stick" for some reason. <laughs> kid, kid on, on a stick. Kid on a stick. Where's my mind? I need two, two for five. <laughs> Uh, now no Jeff Dunham jokes ever I walk. <laughs> oh, jeez. Fair. <laughs> Donnie, that's a demerit. <laughs> <laughs> this will go on your permanent record. <laughs> on that stick. <laughs> comics <laughs> Corner, George. <laughs> what's, what's that, Katie? Co- comics oh, Corner. Oh, okay, George. okay. So this week we saw the second issue of The Batman. <gasps> Who laughs? Can't, can't. Now, uh,. I know you have a particular opinion when things go negative too much, but can I really explain the disdain that I have for this idea? Do you, do you want me to tell you the backstory? Yeah, do yeah, you? yeah. I, I'll gladly take it because I hate this right now. So on the oh, cover, is that the the grim, yeah, the grim yeah. On the cover, it shows another one of the nightmare versions of Batman that the Batman who laughs has uh, gone to the dark multiverse and plucked out of his own reality. Uh, this one is a version of Bruce Wayne that, when his parents were killed in Crime Alley, uh, Joe Chill dropped the gun. Bruce Wayne picked it up and killed Joe Chill. And okay. from that moment on, used guns and that kind of, you know, stuff to right. solve the injustices of the world. I, I still hate the that's idea okay. of, of Bat Punisher. I hate it. Uh, that's literally <laughs> what Scott Snyder called this but version that's of Batman exactly in an interview. What, that's exactly what we had for Flashpoint Batman, though, when it was Thomas Wayne's Batman. It was he carried guns and shot. Okay, fair. It's, fair. It, it, it's, you know. it's not completely... Because it was Tom? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you never know. I Bruce just like, did better. Honestly, I like the I fact think... that he was, uh, the cover is like, enter the, the Grim Knight, and then he's in like, really small in like two panels. Yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> he's trying his best. <laughs> so I, I kind of like the idea of it, though, because it'll hit our Batman harder to see a version of himself that went that direction. Mm-hmm. Psychologically, that is a yeah. fine point. That's you know, a very good I think point. that'll break him more than you're dealing with the Joker constantly seeing a version of himself that does everything that he can. Because you, you know that this? he's going through his entire life did, thinking what I what could I have exactly. done Exactly. Did you read yeah. this yet? Yes, they, I did. They, they, I mean, that nails it on the head. Like, yeah. he, Batman talks about his struggle with, you know, trying to figure out how to fight somebody, like, who is himself that has no rules. Yeah, the, there's there's a scene in there when he's trying to save the Joker's life. Alfred's like, you know, this is it. We could just, I, right. could, I could step away from the table for a minute. And Batman's like, no, we can't do that. Right. And it, it really hit hard that, you know, Alfred, the the moral compass of Batman was like, I think it's time we just stop this nonsense. So, (laughs) demerit redacted. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) a lot of fingers flying tonight, folks. You you seem like you want to chime in on something else. I didn't want to. No, I'm good. Okay. But yeah, uh, also (laughs) tiny note for old time Scott Snyder fans. This issue ties this story back into his very, very first Batman story called The Black Mirror. <gasps> and it is an awesome little like, I, I like, I screamed when I got to the last page just because oh I was God. so excited. Forgive me for this. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I have to. Yeah. How many different DC universes are considered canon? So there's the one that, that you know, you get the quote unquote, you know, canon. Mm-hmm. And then you get the people like Scott Snyder, like Grant Morrison, mm-hmm. like Jeff Johns, that get to have their cake with okay. continuity and keep their old stuff. That's too. fair. That's all I need to Honestly, that, that honestly is the answer because the throwback is from two reboots ago. How much do they hold on to? Uh, as much as is convenient. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, a new author will come in and they'll bring back the, the vampire Batman. They'll bring him into this universe. Universe sure. for a little bit. It's okay. All right. I just I just wanted to make sure because yeah. I'm not a DC fan. And occasionally they'll fold all the universes into one, start over, and this mess happens again in five years. Yeah. So it's yeah. <laughs> there are no rules. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's <laughs> the the messy wonder of of superhero comics. Uh, no, along- no, no, 
Not all. No. Continue. My Popeye cop never had that issue. Hopping over to the other side of the aisle, we've got the return of Wolverine number four, where he's popping his hot claws on the cover. Oh, he still has the hot claws. I love that phrase. Don't ever say that his hot claws. Oh, yeah. What is that code for? It's a popping his claws. Snicked. It's a G-Unit song. Yeah, yeah, it is. Every time I hear you say hot claws, all I can think of is arrested development. <laughs> I'll take it. That's fine. Just just a bunch of sexy cops. <laughs> and then Wolverine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that that story's happening right now. I think I think they'll get around to explaining why his claws are hot pretty and I, soon. And I hope they fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it's, doing it's that. A, it's it's a really weird, weird well, thing. Well, it's funny because they were talking, uh, there, was, there was an article they were talking about bringing the the Mar or the, the X-Men into the Marvel Universe for the films. And somebody's like, unless they do uh, Wolverine with his hot claws, I'm not interested. I'm like, what? <laughs> so what's the point of having them be hot if it's a liter- all but indestructible metal? I, I don't what's know. What's the point? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Just probably, set it on fire and it looks cooler? I don't like, know. Because I can get behind that. But. Wound cauterization. Ooh. Look, oh, there's a reason there people go. leave the labels on their hats when they wear them. Same thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a sucker yes. for an aesthetic. I can get behind that. Marvel's doing some weird stuff this year. They're, they're, they're likely they not. They're, they're going to do the Infinity Watch here in a, in a month or two, and maybe they'll explain it. This is Marvel the college years. Where they're just trying some weird stuff. It's a phase. They'll get out of it. There's a time and a place oh for everything, and it's called college. 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 <laughs> Zach Morris. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's where I went with it, too. I yeah. knew that's not what he meant, but that's where I yeah. went. He's going to play the next Captain America. Saved by the X-Men, the college years. <laughs> uh, we got an Invaders number one, which Woo! is, uh, they've been They've been. Uh, they've been. I think uh, setting Namor back up to the bad guy in this one, uh, but it's a. This is a new artist that's never been out before. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it Elix Roos? Where I has believe. Namor been for the last decade? I honestly Illuminati don't was the last thing I remember him in. He was in the secret, not the secret. Mm, help me out here, George. Secret Invasion. Yeah. Yes, exactly. There was a whole knee, uh, Namor arc with that. Yep. Uh, but nobody cares. Oh, <laughs> is he still in the tiny shorts? <laughs> he was on the New Avengers when Jonathan Hickman was writing it. Thank you for ignoring my question. Wait, what? <laughs> tiny shorts. He's not Namor without the tiny shorts. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, he's just Surfer Spock. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Highly illogical. Uh, and then one that is harder to tease because it was actually really good. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not bad mouthing the invaders. It's not harder. Conan, yeah. The Barbarian, number one by number Jason two. Aaron. Number two. Sorry, yeah, number two. My apologies. It, this is really good. I, yeah. We've been really liking this Dude, one so far. Jason Aaron is so amazing. And when I heard he was going to be doing this, I freaked out. Me too. Because I felt the same way as I found, felt when Brian Wood did the first Marvel or... Dark, the last Dark Horse run of Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's just the perfect pairing of writer and and subject. I love it. Indeed, and agreed. Uh, yeah, they're doing short little vignette one shots with this one. It's uh, so you can really pick up any issue and not be completely lost. You know, with what's going on. Is it based so on far original? anyway? So far, anyways, right? <laughs> Is it based on original Robert Howard stuff? I think they're telling original stories. Okay. I'm pretty sure Robert E. Lovecraft. They, they're they're using the same little poem at the beginning that they used, uh, at least in like the old Dark Horse stuff. Oh, okay. Where it's uh, I forget how the thing goes. It's like uh, somebody telling the stories of Conan to a prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. My favorite thing about Conan is overdubbing Darth Vader with James Earl Jones at the beginning when he's supposed to doom because <laughs> <laughs> they have the same conversation. Nice. <laughs> Uh, do you have any you want to throw out? Um, well, the, the, the Captain Ginger came out. Oh, yes, yes. Which was, uh, oh, I will, uh, oh, that, that's a lovely comic. <laughs> do we know when we're getting that? Captain Space. <laughs> yes, that is, indeed. Do, do we know when we're getting a trade on that one? Uh, so this issue was the, the, the ending of the first, like, story arc. Okay, cool. Uh, so we should be seeing it here pretty soon. Nice. I've committed to reading that. Yeah. I'm gonna. It's gonna happen. Not bad. 
Nice. Um, real quick, I wanted to throw out issue two of the new version of Fangoria dropped. <gasps> we'll be out next week. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if you come in for it before next Wednesday, we won't have it's, it yet. It's not here, but I'm looking at it, and it's awesome. <laughs> yep. um, we won't give one but to you. But it, it's uh, the, the, you know, the second issue in the run. The first issue was almost entirely dedicated to the Halloween remake. Um, it, it's coming out quarterly, but it's so good to have it back in... Mm-hmm. Print, so. Indeed. Are they going a little bit more broad? On I didn't pick up the first issue because, and I hate to say this, no offense, I wanted to. What did you do? Uh, I wanted to pick up the first issue. Sorry, Kenny. Um, but it was all. But it was Mike all Morris. Halloween. Yeah. And as much as I like Halloween, I like. I miss the old days of Fangoria, where it was like, no, we're just going to highlight. That's this. what this is. It, okay, it's back to it. There's an article about uh, our collective i think besides mm-hmm. night vale favorite podcast last uh, last podcast on the left mm-hmm. nice there's an article about those guys in there um and then there's a whole bunch of um oh uh bob uh, uh if you have shutter there is uh a like slaughter bob's drive-in or something like that um and they're they're doing a new season of that and he's on the cover excellent not to just to touch i know we've talked about this on underground files but after you guys are done listening to um this podcast please go listen to last podcast on the left it's amazing (laughs) then listen to ours and subscribe to it yes Again, like and subscribe. Smash that, Colin. Smash we're that. standing Smash by. Smash that like button. Yeah. Hit that <laughs> little bell. <laughs> but yeah, what have we become? <laughs> Your children. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on with Comics Corner, we got Firefly number three uh, being published over by Boom Studios Ooh. with Greg Pak and Dan McDade being the creative team on that. Greg Pak's run on. Hulk Hulk was yep. just the greatest thing ever, so this is probably pretty good. I am liking it a lot so yeah. far. Um, I didn't even realize this was out until I looked at the shelf to bring some stuff up. Oh, the Shredder? Got, yes, there's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series called Shredder in Hell. Oh, yes. I'm really sad about that one because I flipped through it, and it looks amazing. It does. But I have no idea what's going on in the story. They have um, Mateus uh, Sentuculo, um, who has been one of the most regular turtle artists on this entire like idw era of the comics and he is so good like he is their regular like main guy for a good reason and this comic looks amazing yeah no idea what's going on though we have to catch up on this one he he died apparently so i guess yeah if you're okay with just catching up then yeah pick it up (laughs) didn't you see the original turtles they threw him in a dumpster he's fine Okay. Oh, <laughs> Three of them. This one was a, a, a garbage, was a garbage <laughs> truck. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I made up money. <laughs> and Casey pushed the button. <laughs> there you Jackass. go. Uh, Gideon Falls came out from Image number ten. This comic is insane. It is a trip, and it's one of the easiest to like to keep up with month to month and not forget. The story is just so like bombastic and striking. Crazy stuff happens every single issue. It's just amazing. Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino. Uh, and then one of the coolest things out this week was a little free prologue to our uh, our old favorite uh, Isola, or lovingly known as One Five Nine One A. Four. Four. Sorry. One four. My apologies. I'm with you. Uh, but the prologue, uh, the story, <laughs> throws you into a situation where there's this lady who's protecting this tiger who's somehow her queen, and the prologue will explain how that all happens. Yeah. <gasps> So Finally. We, yeah, right. Jeez. And it's free. And it's free. It's there, free. We got a bunch of them on the shelf. You can just come right in and scoop one up. Is that a variant cover of that? No, this is... Oh, uh, so, at the same the time... the actual issue. Yeah, this is the first uh, issue of the second story arc. Cool. Very cool. And so, that dropped at the same time. That so. is a gorgeous cover. I know. That is just beautiful. Uh, final thing that I had up this week was something I've been singing the praises of for as long as I knew it was going to be a thing, but uh, Rob Gilroy's Farmhand Volume 1 in trade out this week. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. If you've ever read Chew or like Chew or anything that... God, like anything that John Lehman has done, uh, Rob Gilroy worked with John Lehman on Chew for the entirety of the run, and he picked up and kind of took a lot of the sensibilities and humor from Chew and put it into this really, really dark, like biochemical <laughs> story. Where, oh, that's this one. Yeah, that's that one. I where, remember this comic. The, the main character's grandpa learned yeah. how to grow human body parts with plants. <laughs> I would like to read that. You should. It's wonderful. And a weird caterpillar dog. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so cute. So that in and of itself made this week an awesome week. And for more NPR-style comic review, where can we go? 
do the uh, to the comics corner podcast. Oh, where would we find that? It's like one up or down, or two, or you know, up or down on the same street. Okay, look up, look down. No, look at Mister Frying Pan. Sorry, Donnie. It, no, it's somewhere up or down. It's yeah, somewhere. Somewhere it, up or down. No, it'll yeah. be it'll be the one before this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will. <laughs> Out now. for sure. For sure. Out now. Yeah. If you haven't already listened to it, pff, what are you even doing with your life? What so, are you new? Can I talk about one of the comics that we talked about last week? Yeah. So the Young Justice number one. Yes. For being a kids comic mm-hmm. or whatever, it was extremely well done. Good. I thought the story was. I mean, it didn't feel like a. Uh, Young adult, or what? Are they, what are they call, considering the new line? All ages. They call it Wonder. I mean, it's called Wonder Comics, mm-hmm. and it's meant to be all ages friendly, while not like pandering, like mm-hmm. to to a kid audience. So that's what I really appreciated. Yeah, My yeah. only gripe with it was Jenny Hex's speeches. The gall darn it, yo, tootin, you know. The, Don't make fun of me. She was Yosemite <laughs> Sam. That's what it came across <laughs> feeling like. Uh, it, she really did. Other than that, though, the story was really good for uh, a young, you know, a younger ages comic. I have a feeling that the whole wonder line that Bendis is helping curate was part of the, like, part of the reason that he decided he did want to jump over. Like, I can picture the conversation between him and DC. He's like, all right, I am, I'll work with you, but I need to be able to publish my own stuff on the side. I'm going to call that Jinx World. Please going to be where cuffs cover Pearl Scarlet all of his own creator owned ones are over there and I feel like this was the other like you know like really baiting thing where he was able to say yes I will curate your entire line of kids comics and I will make it good and make it something that adults can also appreciate so I don't know I'm excited to see where they all go yeah, yeah Naomi looks really good too and that one's out next week right yeah that one drops next week nice Speaking of Young Justice, uh, the three new episodes dropped last week, and they introduced a man in a red hood working for Raja Ghoul with <gasps> no memories. Really? And Talia was holding a very young baby. Oh, oh. Playing around with that timeline. Yeah, huh? So it'll be interesting. interesting to see where that story goes for the season. But right now it's been phenomenal. It really has. I need to issue an apology really quick. We're talking about all ages stuff. Mm-hmm. I, uh, <clears throat> I rented Venom. Why? <laughs> and I watched it with my daughter. Oh. And she liked it. <laughs> it's okay. Thanks, George. They was, never said parenting was easy. I will say it again for the nerd audience. A lot of stuff coming out now isn't for us older nerds. It's for the new generation of nerds. You're 100% correct, actually. I, I understood that movie after I watched it with her because she turned to me after it was over and she went, that was pretty okay. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that was exactly what I walked away saying. I was like, I, it was okay. It mm-hmm. wasn't. It wasn't terrible for working completely around the whole Spider-Man thing. I think they did okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not no, having to. I'll, I'll stand by on this one. I yeah. feel like I need to eat a little bit of crow. Yeah. Like it. it was not definitely. I don't understand how it was the most successful Spider-Man movie ever made. But yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Venom movie, Woody Harrelson's Carnage has been confirmed to be the bad guy in Venom 2. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that wig just... Oh, no. Ann wig that he's wearing. They could have just had dyed his hair red and buzzed it. I don't understand There's, why we needed to go so with many the different things. Could, I mean, it looked like he had the Raggedy Ann freckles and everything. I don't so understand bad. what they did there. Raggedy Andy. Please. And how is yeah. he going to play it any different <laughs> than Mickey Knox? Like, what is the... <laughs> That's a good point. No, we don't get it either, Corey. That's what we're saying. <laughs> but Travis and I accidentally went to the same showing of Aquaman last week. What do oh, you guys yeah. think? We, I, you go first. <laughs> so even with all of the things that they changed, I, I really enjoyed it. Same. I, I never once. Have I seen a movie that used explosions as segues for really <laughs> important so scenes? It was. I mean, it got. It was funny by the end of it, but there were like four, somewhere between four and six times where in the movie a really important conversation was happening and plot was developing, and then an explosion happens and it cuts the scene off. Like, I mean, or, they start. Or doing they something stayed else, or, still for like more than three seconds and yeah. then they, they blew up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> it's something I missed on both times I saw it. But did either of you catch Mary Poppins' secret cameo in that movie? No. What? 
No, that thing was moving so fast, I, I couldn't really <laughs> look yeah, there. Yeah, that's fair. So the, the, the Kraken was Mary, it was a lady that played Mary Poppins. Oh, is that who voiced it? Yeah, Julie Andrews oh. was oh, the Kraken. Oh, what? <laughs> okay. I, I kind of did think I recognized your voice, but yeah, I Yeah, I recognized I it, but I couldn't put the, the face to it at the so time funny. because, well, it's a Kraken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Little. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. I'm it's sorry, been Tommy. out since Christmas. <laughs> no. There's a Kraken? I, would you call it? He was a kraken. Yeah, it was a it was a, a very large it creature. Was a large a sea monster. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> You're all very helpful. <laughs> it's the closest thing I would characterize it yeah. to as a yeah. kraken. Yeah. It was, but it was it was it was. Is it worth seeing? I yes, I would yes. say so. Okay. I mean, all right, that's three. It, yeah, it was it was fun. I mean, I it's I don't a know great how it's popcorn flick. It is, yeah. How it's making as much money as it is is have astonishing. You, but have you seen what's out currently? There's oh yeah, not a fair. lot of yeah. great competition for You're that right. type of movie. You're right. Which speaking of which, I well, Spider Man, I guess. But yeah, dude, it's not out yet though. Is it? Sp- no, uh, no, 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 Spider-Verse. 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 Oh, uh, yeah, I which, forgot about that movie I, entirely. We, I'm it, so sorry. No, you're good. I apologize. You're good. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> See, I think what happened was is Spider, Spider-Man and Spider-Verse came out first, mm-hmm. and everybody went to see it, but then we had that Christmas break where everybody was still wanting to see something else, Yeah, and that kept uh, Aquaman going and going yep. and going. Yep. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, this year is set to have more superhero movie releases than any year previous. Oh my God. Dear God. There's at least... Oh, shut up. I'm I counted excited. at least five Marvel movies. Now, I'm not saying like what? Disney Marvel, but oh, there are five okay. different Marvel movies coming out this summer. This okay. summer? So, so we've got... If you count Captain Marvel. We've got Captain Marvel. Yep. We've got Spider-Man in uh, Far From Home. Yep. We've got... Uh, Endgame. Endgame. Uh, Avengers Endgame. When is that? That's like a month April. after... I'm going to say May, just May. to be safe. Yeah, right. that, I think it's Captain Marvel, and then like a month later, it's Endgame. Oh, wow. Then okay. we've got uh, X-Men, uh, Dark, Phoenix, Dark Phoenix, and then the new mutant movie. Yep. Uh, <gasps> Yeah, I'll Wait. probably skip the last. Plus, we've got we, Hellboy. We've got Hellboy. <laughs> Shazam. Hellboy. You don't. Hellboy. Shazam. Um, Joker movie. The Joker. Uh, Joker movie. <laughs> <laughs> Glass. If you want to consider that a superhero oh, yeah. movie. Oh yeah. Wow. It's going to be a. And and what's funny is ninety percent of them will be out before summer is technically here. That's ridiculous. And then and then we'll just be in a coma until Star Wars comes out at Christmas. <laughs> exactly. Is that also this year? Yes. Yeah. Dear God. Yeah, yeah. Episode nine. All right. <laughs> All right. I forgot about the Joker movie, Jason. Damn it. <laughs> Jason and I, uh, before we were recording, we're actually um, having an interesting conversation about it. Jason is willing is willing to forgive and forget every horrible thing that's happened to the Joker. You're optimistic about it, Jason. No, I'm not. Let me clear this up again for you, okay. Katie, because you apparently didn't hear a word I said. Okay, mansplain, mansplain it to me. Come on. Oh, mansplain his opinion? Oh, yeah. I was in a car wreck. Be nice. No! You be nice first. No. Explain it. Look. All I said was, we've already seen the worst possible version of the Joker. No. And so I'm not going to hate on this one because it, Jared Leto already played the Joker. We've already hit rock bottom. Joker Joker. I politely disagree with you. You can disagree and I don't care. Wait, so, <laughs> wait, wait. I, I know no, you no, refuted no, this. No, Joker or otherwise, nothing gets worse than Jared Leto. So I we're, know. We're, there's nowhere to go but up. I don't disagree with that there's at nowhere all. to go but I don't think that there's anything Joaquin Phoenix is going to do that is going to make me demand his head on a silver platter the way Jared Leto has that being said I know you refuted this but I genuinely think you're doing the whole thing of it couldn't possibly get any worse and I said earlier as well it could be a lateral move but it, it's not going to be <laughs> right, it's not going to be any worse but Football. I don't see why that's an atrocious thing to say all right I think it's I think it's common sense fair I'm not going to hate on it until I know, but they're going to have to do a lot to make me want to see that at all. Oh, I don't want to see it. Yeah. But I also didn't, (laughs) I also didn't watch Suicide Squad. No, I understand. You shouldn't. Both those movies. So Jason, what are you doing this weekend? (laughs) (laughs) Because I got a copy with your name on it. 
So birthdays this week. Why do you have so week? many of these movies that you hate so much? George, I'm a masochist. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. Have you not noticed that, George? No, I, yeah, Speaking sorry. Next Real quick. Every week, he's always handing you a razor to cut him with. But. Be- before we get into <laughs> uh, birthdays, <laughs> let's talk about so masochism in movies. Because these two <laughs> wanted to talk about Cool as Ice. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, boy. (laughs) So why did you do this to yourself? It's so bad. It's hysterical. Because I I truly hate myself. (laughs) She fully like is like mid 20s and breaks into a high schooler's room when she's sleeping. And it's just fine. It's Why fine. are you describing? Oh yeah, she just wakes too. up and is like, oh yeah. Now they've carried on to start actually <laughs> talking listen, about the movie. Listen, the, some of you guys are a little young to remember. In 1990, that was a thing that just happened. You'd wake up and no, no ice would just be there. It was. <laughs> it happened to everybody he's, I knew. He's the Baba Duke. <laughs> <laughs> and a champion of gay rights. Travis. Travis, I've never seen Vanilla Ice and the Baba Duke in the same room together. <laughs> That's right. So once, for, once you do see him, he won't go away. <laughs> no, he'll, he'll start a home renovation show in your house. Yes. Uh, Betty like, White is 97. Let's knock out this wall. It'll really open up your floor. James Earl Jones is 88. He's just in a... Jim Carrey's 57. Yeah, Michelle right. Obama's 55. And Kid Rock is 48. Oh, right ah. up until that one. You're doing really well. Kid Rock is 48. I said that. Zoe just say... And on the good one. Kevin Costner. No. No. Garthinus is 49. Awesome. Oh, cool. And that's all I got. No, it's what? Not. Hey. I, I sent one specifically to you. I said that. You said John Carpenter? You just weren't paying attention. I said Jason Segel is 39. <laughs> it is John Carpenter's birthday today. And he's 71. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> Happy birthday, John. Did you say Betty White? Yeah. yeah. That's how he opened it, but we were all yammering. Okay. Was it, wasn't it Scott Snyder's birthday this week, too? Was it? I don't know. Shh. Scott, sure. if we missed your birthday, we owe you some soup. Come on the sorry. podcast. We'll apologize. Yeah. yeah. We'll buy you soup. Call in. We're standing by. We'll take you out to dinner, Scott. Come <gasps> Please. on. I love you, Scott. <laughs> It'll be a banquet of soup. <laughs> and that's the end of that sentence. <laughs> well, I, I was making a joke, but oh. no. Okay. Just if you are a comic creator and like to come on our show, write us at podcast at advunderground.com. We're also available on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all of your fine reading establishments known as Adventures Underground. <laughs> That's right. Every every single location. Every one of them. <laughs> I'm so, setting up chains, baby. So in some other news, uh, the writers of Saw are rebooting the Final Destination franchise. Yes. Sure. I, I don't care about either one of those. <gasps> I like the Final Destination. I saw Final Destination. I saw that coming. <laughs> you, uh, do you want to play a game? No. Um, no <laughs> yes. That's actually, if somebody's going to do it, that might as well be sense, those guys. Right? Yeah. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are also starting their reboot this year. No! Is hey. it going to be all girl turtles? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the internet explode. <laughs> Speaking of the internet exploding, Jason Reitman, son of Ivan Reitman, is set to direct the next Ghostbusters movie. The teaser is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Honestly? I loved it so much. Did you watch it? It's, it's, it looks pretty good. I'm pretty excited. Can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. I think his head's about to blow up. It, what? Nothing happened. Dude, it was just... It, it's a teaser. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. Go... Ew! <laughs> and it I was, was in a car way. wreck. Be nice. But <laughs> no. Jason put out a casting call this morning looking for four young teenagers to, to fill the roles. Gross. And that's exactly what the entire internet said. Why? <laughs> Why is that bad? Phrasing? Oh, okay. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> I apologize. Wait, so it's going to be just kid bus- just kid Ghostbusters? Well, they're going to get the kids from Stranger toys. Things. Busted oh my god I they, didn't know they already, I needed that until now They already <laughs> did the interview That was Stranger Things season 2 episode 1 mm. uh, There were two Vankmans I, I know That's fair <laughs> I mean you know they're kids okay still you know. yeah, Alright <laughs> no. Game or of Ernie Hudson <laughs> Maybe they're casting children for the ghosts <gasps> Ooh. That'd be cool 
Kincaid would make a good Slimer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would. Oh, my God. Get your agent on the phone. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, God. Let's make him a child star. Game of Thrones is set to premiere April 14th. Um, there was also a teaser released of that with the, the last of the snow children in the, the snow... Winterfell. Well, no, the dungeon, <laughs> grave, what do you uh, call that? The, the, the crypt. The crypt. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all looking at statues of themselves, mm-hmm. and, which is cool because Kit Harrington took his home and is storing it in his garage currently. <laughs> I love that kid, man. <laughs> that guy... He's just such a weird guy. I just, I can imagine somebody breaking into his garage and got the flashlight and all of a sudden. (laughs) (laughs) John Snoop! He was a little statue. <laughs> oh, the songs the ones like two feet taller. You ever see the picture with him and Sansa and uh, the Briere Tar? Yeah, in street clothes, and he's like three foot two compared mm-hmm. to the he's rest of them. He's not that short. I think Com- he might have been exaggerating. Well, no, look at he came up to like Briere Tar's like navel. It was quit saying that. What is her name? <laughs> Brienne, Brienne of Tarth. Yeah, her. No, navel. No. The big, okay. the big oh. tall one. <laughs> the, the Captain Phasma would just be fine. <laughs> Gwendolyn Christie, for those at home. Thank you. Thank you. And if you want to come on, Gwendolyn. <laughs> what? Whoa, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> That's how we get ants, people. Ah, oh. oh, there's no way. Uh, it was reported that the Penguin is going to be the main villain in the Batman movie. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. So we got that to look forward to. Is uh, Danny DeVito reprising his role? No. Uh, I heard Would they're trying so to get... Burgess Meredith. Oh, uh, yeah! Uh, they're What's his face? Moneyball and resurrect Brad Pitt. Wait, Brad Pitt. Jonah no. Hill. Jonah Hill. Oh, Ew. Jonah Hill. No, he's not fat anymore. He's no. Things can change, Jason. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to want to gain all that weight back. Again, just they're the just going to try. It does. The, he's not locked into that anymore with the the penguin guy from the Gotham. Like he was a thinner dude. Like right. he's making away. Seems like a creepy Paul Rubin. Is anybody watching the season of Gotham so far? Oxymoron. Paul Rubin should play. What are they doing? That would they're be doing amazing. No Man's Land, and they are being amazingly faithful while still keeping the same. Without Batman, it's he's he's working his way into becoming Batman he, okay? because of No Man's Land, which hmm. the, they they made some really interesting choices, but they've still became it's still pretty faithful to what's going on. It's that's been a, amazing. That's an awesome story. Yeah, that's a really good story. Yeah, it's. Seeing Gotham as, as a road warrior type mm-hmm. hellscape has just been cool to see. Right yeah. on. I might have to watch that season. It, I would. This is it's the last season, so yeah. if you, you want yeah. a chance to see it, it's some good stuff going on there. Um, the Spider-Man trailer, Far From Home, also came out this week. <gasps> it looks so good. I don't like the Hydra Man as the key villain. So. It's no, I, I thought Mysterio is going to be the yeah. main yeah, villain. Yeah, but wasn't he fighting Hydra Man, though? It, well, we don't know what he was fighting him, or he, it was an illusion of him. We don't know. But that was the first look of him in the, the helmet. Donnie was Darko him. was extremely pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm, not, I'm hoping the CGI is kind of unfinished because of the scene where Mysterio and Hydra Man are merging or whatever Ooh, was going on bad. it looked rough <laughs> yeah so that looked bad i'm hoping it's 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 some early cgi work i'm just happy that they're maintaining the aesthetic that they established with homecoming because mm-hmm. i felt like homecoming nailed spider-man in a way that it just no, hasn't ever it happened. had so never been done before what did you all think mm-hmm. of the red and black suit that they've introduced for this i one? thought it looked kind of cool. cool i yeah. love it i need more armpit webs <laughs> yeah. I, I liked, that was dope i like the there was only like a half second of it but the right. spider noir look yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. i didn't went i actually didn't notice that until the second time i watched it. i must have blinked or something but that looks super cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the movie a lot. There's a lot of unanswered questions that, that the trailer posed. Happy's got some explaining to do. <laughs> Favreau, man. Still trying to live that swinger's life. Who yeah. would have guessed, you know, as kids that everybody was trying to get a piece of Aunt May? Who would have guessed that as a child? <laughs> Uncle Ben. <laughs> that There's was the reason go- they that never wasn't brought him what back. was going through his head, Corey. <laughs> That was a bullet, Donnie. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Wow. On that note. And with that, folks. <laughs> I win the episode. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. With that, I think we should actually start wrapping this up. So, Jason. 
Thank you all. Thank you. <laughs> Outstanding work tonight. Katie, I, I heard you may have been in an accident. <laughs> Thank you, Donnie. Why did I laugh at that? <laughs> Not funny. It's kind of funny. Because we're all heartless bastards. Yeah, that's Speaking why. Speaking of heartless bastards, to... Travis. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> Ian. Donnie. Ian. Donnie. Oh, Ian. George. Hi, Donnie. Have fun tonight. Thank you. No problem. And Corey? You robbed Ian of his Donnie moan. Donnie. <laughs> you broke it. It's you guys got to follow through, man. Some things have to... <laughs> got to keep it fresh, man. <laughs> and with that, folks, we are out of here. Nothing can kill the gross. Nothing can kill the gross. You've been listening to AU Radio. Music is provided by Cubby and Bensound.com. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio Podcast is a production of Adventures Underground. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. like to contact the show follow us on twitter at au underscore radio facebook at au radio podcast instagram at au dot radio or you can email the show at podcast at adv you can also support this show and all the shows on au radio by becoming a patron of the au radio network find us on patreon as au radio at adventures underground you can help us create this podcast and soon several others with as little as a dollar a month thanks for listening Listen to the old pork chop express here now and take his advice on a dark and stormy night when the lightning's crashing and the thunder's rolling and the rain's coming down and sheets thick as lead. Just remember what old Jack Burton does when the earth quakes and the poison arrows fall from the sky and the pillars of heaven shake. Yeah, Jack Burton just looks that big old storm right square in the eye and he says, Give me your best shot, pal. I can take it.